Welcome to Doc to Doc podcast. My name is Abbas Shafi, gastroenterologist. And I'm Rob Hoyer, medical oncologist. This is a podcast about lifestyle medicine, disease prevention, and longevity. This podcast is provided for informational purposes only. It is not medical advice. Please consult your physician for individualized therapies. Please also check out our website at doc2doc.health. That's D-O-C, number two, D-O-C, dot health. There you can leave us messages, make suggestions for future episodes, and ask us questions. And now, on to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Doc to Doc, episode 17. This is Intermittent Fasting, part two. We're so excited to share some additional information about intermittent fasting with you. I'm Rob Hoyer, medical oncologist, and Jim by my good friend and colleague, Abbas Shafi, gastroenterologist. Our goal is to enable you to be CEO of your health, utilizing the principles of lifestyle medicine. So we'll uh, go ahead and let, let Abbas kick this off by, we'll talk about some of the different types of fasting, and uh, and then we'll dive into uh, a review of, of a fasting mimicking diet that I did a couple of weeks ago. Hi, everybody. You join us. This is the second episode, as Rob mentioned. We just want to go uh, briefly over uh, how to start uh, uh, fasting. So uh, to summarize, last time we went through the detail of uh, different type of fasting, um, which uh, one is uh, time-limited diet and was intermittent fasting, then uh, uh, was that a fasting mimicking diet. So um, in general, um, to start a diet uh, uh, and fasting, it is an individual uh, uh, and personal uh, uh, endeavor. So, so to start um, um, a diet should be personalized. Uh, number one, uh, I think we should start uh, slow. Uh, and uh, each individual is different from the other ones. So if you want to do time of the diet, maybe start with 10 to 12 and progressively increase it. Um, the other one, do not fast more than three days. Uh, um, as you're going through the, the diet, you need to look at your medication list. Uh, if you're um, history of diabetes, make sure to check your sh- sugar frequently, um, as well as if you have uh, high blood pressure, check your blood pressure. Um, other very important um, point is if you do not feeling good um, uh, during the diet, you should break it. So if this is a uh, a long time endeavor, so you need to um, go uh, slowly uh, on on the diet. Uh, some of the um, pitfall di- diet, of course, is hunger, but usually hunger is uh, for the first two three days. Then um, you get adjusted as the time goes on. Um, so so you need be uh, the diet the, the diet have to be just in, in case you're very interested. Look at for long time goal. Um, other type of it is make sure that uh, drink plenty of water. One of the common things people that do not drink water and feel fatigued and tired. Um, also, you need to look at your lifestyle as well as work to see what is does it uh, work. Whether if you go like five to two uh, diet, which is five days of uh, regular diet and two days of fasting, you should look at the days that uh, is your less stress and uh, more control uh, to do those two days of diet. So there's many other things that will go through it. Um, but uh, Rob has done recently the, done the uh, a diet, so we like to get his experience, and then we'll get back to this as well. Um, so, so this is an individual endeavor. So do not look at other people's diet. It just is good find somebody has done it, some experience, but uh, each person has to take this uh, individually and uh, with uh, hopefully with good success. So, boss, I have a question for you. What about 
folks who are on blood pressure medicines or diabetes medicines, do you have any advice? Or uh, of course they should, you know, people uh, are, should talk to their doctor about, uh, about this before they start any kind of fasting program. But what do you think about that, about taking diabetes meds and trying to fast at the same time or or hypertension, blood pressure meds? Yeah. This, the thing is you're trying to live a better life. So you do not want it to um, cause more harm to your body than that. I think the number one, definitely they need to talk to the physician or, uh, um, or uh, primary care provider. Secondly, even with their advice, if you're diabetic, check your sugar frequently during the, uh, in the fasting state to see um, how your sugar goes. And if you're not feeling well, break the fast. So you don't want to get to a hypoglycemic effect and pass out and cause that. And the same thing with blood pressure. So if you're um, taking several blood pressure medication, you need to monitor throughout the day. And with the help of your cardiologist or primary care, adjust that um, so ease into it. So don't go suddenly from, uh, you know, um, um, uh, what's that, the routine day to fasting. And particularly if you exercise a, a part of the your regime, then you need even more carefully with uh, these things. So, so you don't have a uh, hypoglycemic or hyperintensive uh, episode and you pass out. So, so I think is again, it's individually. So should be those two, uh, in those two group of individuals should be very careful to start the diet. But once they understand what's going on after maybe a few cycles, then I think they, they are more can easily manage that. Something I encountered in my research for this episode was you know, that certainly you know, we're made to fast every night when we sleep. We actually are we are fasting, uh, and so, you know, perhaps as a start, consider do do a twelve hour fast. Finish finish up dinner by six or seven p.m. and then have breakfast at you know seven eight a.m. That's a twelve hour fast right there, and so that's a, that's a very good easy way to start this, and then you can certainly work on. From there, try an eighteen-hour fast if you if if you want to, and go for, go from there. It's a, I, I think it's important to customize this. This is not a one-size-fits-all type of thing, and something you have to do. It's really important to listen to your body and, and make sure if you, if you if you feel or uh, if you're experiencing any of those warning signs that Abbas just described, feeling faint, feeling uh, just feeling really poorly, uh, having a hypoglycemia, for example, that's low blood sugar, stop. It just, it's not, it's not worth risking your life or, or getting sick, uh, trying to do something to, to, to improve your health. And I think you follow the circadian rhythm, you know, as a GI physiology, as all the disease that we see today, whether metabolic syndrome, diabetes, is really following the, 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 the basic diet and not eating late at night because of, when you get heartburn, indigestion, these are all signs of the, you know, uh, you're eating too much, too late. So I think that's really a good um, start. And other those people that they have diabetes or hypertension or other medical problem, they should let their loved one, the family know, as well as the coworker. So be aware of the the the, the swing in their in their uh, mood and their behavior. So if there's somebody uh, notice something, so so make them be aware of that. Uh, um, to especially people they eat um, copious amount of carbohydrates, they may just quickly, you know, what's that? The sugar goes down and may feel different. So, so those are just some simple things that that to start and get a successful diet. Okay, so you want to move on to the fasting mimicking? Sounds good. Let's tell us about your experience. How was it? It was it was it was, uh, 
it was better than I expected. I must admit, I was uh, I was dreading it a little bit when I first opened the box, and I was I was even wasn't sure if I was going to even order it. It's about the cost. This is the, this is the Prolon. We'll have a link. We're not endorsing or you know or we're not paid to review them or anything. But this is the Prolon intermittent uh, fa- fa- fasting mimicking diet. So it's a five day program. It's you can, I bought it. I think I paid about a hundred and. $70 after tax and shipping for it. So it's a five-day course and I'll have, I have a menu that I'll pull up in a second to show everyone what that looks like. And maybe I'll, I'll, uh, what we'll do is we'll just go ahead and look at that and I can I can talk about the the, uh, the program. So, okay. So this is the, the Prolon meal plan. And so it's a, this is right from the package. I just took a picture of it. So Five days, and it corresponds to a breakfast, lunch, snack, uh, afternoon snack, and then a dinner. And it it's a uh, it's kind of interesting. It, it's got a a basis of the, for the first day is about eleven hundred fifty calories, and then day two, three, four, and five is about eight hundred calories. And so the idea of this is that it generates ketosis through a um, but it the the idea is though that it you're still eating something. So you're eating foods that are allowing that ketosis to happen, alleviating hunger in the process, but you're not um, so-called breaking the fast. That's the idea. And this has been, there's been a variety of different studies on this. It's shown to be safe. There's a whole bunch of research being done about, uh, about with fasting mimicking diets for obesity, diabetes, cancer, and the problem with some of the, with the some of the fasting, particularly the multi-day fasting, is just too hard for individuals who have medical conditions to do a full, say, a three or four-day fast. It's very difficult just to drink, you know, water, for example, or tea for four days straight. It's very hard. So the idea of this is that it can t- tries to uh, mitigate some of the downsides of fasting while still achieving the the benefits. I'll just go through here. For, for example, the first day uh, is that it's like a this L bar, this nut based bar. It's kind of like a like a granola bar. I guess is the best way to describe it. Nuts, a lot of tea in the diet. I happen to drink tea anyway, so actually that worked out pretty well. They've got a couple supplements. They've got this um, this 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 oil that they give. They got they've got some um, vitamin supplements that they give as well on them, and those are designed to just try to make sure you're getting all the the proper vitamins uh, during the during the fast. Uh, the the fast is mainly consists of these soups. And they actually were pretty good. They're pretty good. They're a little salty for my taste, but uh, they very easy. I, I did it when I was at one of our outreach clinics. I was there for five days. And so I just basically got a microwave and uh, and I had a had a kitchen where I was staying. So I could just basically heat this out. It takes about 10 minutes. It's very simple. You just put the put the soup packet into the water, heat it up, and it's uh, it's it's uh, it actually tasted tasted pretty good. Uh, it was uh, it's uh, you're not eating very much, but they're eating a, a it's a fairly substantial volume of liquid. You can you can vary the liquid amount. So actually, that was that was good. That did alleviate some of the hunger. Uh, the first day is actually kind of easy because you're eating. I was actually surprised. There's all this food on the first day crackers is kale-based crackers they give some olives and then there's there's another nut bar in the afternoon so that 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 actually kind of helped if um 
I was kind of, I'm used to eating like some nuts or something in the afternoon when I'm in clinic. And so that was actually kind of a, a nice feature of the diet. So the first day is kind of easy dinner, again, another soup. And then they give like a, it's like a granola bar, but it has some cho- a little bit of chocolate in there. So you're getting like that, that, like that, I guess that dessert feeling. So it's slightly sweet. So you're getting a little bit of a, of a sweeter, I think it's a fruit-based flavor, uh, sweetener they use for this. As you get into day two, the interesting thing this L drink, it's a, it's basically a glycerol drink and it has, um, has about, it's weight-based. So I calculated about 150 calories for my weight and it's a liquid, it's slightly sweet. The idea is that this drink can help alleviate any um, muscle loss of muscle mass. So you don't see so when you're losing weight with this, you're not losing muscle mass. That's the idea that they use this glycerol based uh, liquid. You basically dilute it into a water bottle or a sports bottle, fill it up with about 32 ounces of water and sip on that throughout the day. You can also put some tea bags in there too. And they don't want you drinking caffeine, but it's like hibiscus tea, spearmint tea, uh, which actually tasted pretty good. That was, I, I was drinking those and drinking a lot of tea during this time. Day two, kind of getting into the, this is the 800 calorie day. So you're getting into the uh, L bar for, for breakfast, soup packet, some olives and uh, for, for, um, for lunch, and then a snack with some olives and a soup at dinner. Uh, day three by far is the hardest. As you can see here, the, uh, there's no snack in the afternoon and uh, there's no, none of that, uh, that, that chocolate crisp bar is, is gone. So day three is definitely the hardest. And that's when you're, you're getting into, when, when um, I, I think I was getting into ketosis, probably between sometime between day two and day three, I didn't really feel bad at all, but I just, I did feel a little hungry during the, during the night on, on day, the, the night of day three, I did feel a little bit, a little bit hungry, not horrible. I didn't feel uncomfortable or anything like that. I, uh, but I definitely felt a little, little bit different. And if it feel like it was something was uh, that was different than my usual uh, eating schedule. And so you can, and you can see day four and day, uh, day five, uh, basically the same uh, where you have a little bit of this, they introduce a little bit of snack on day, on day four. Uh, and then day five is is basically the same as day, day three. So overall it was a, uh, it was relatively easy. Everything is prepackaged. Each day is comes in a, pa- a little box and just take it out and, uh, and eat it. And, uh, yeah, so that was, it was, uh, really just follow the instructions and go, th- go through it. Um, I'm just going to pause here and then we can, we can talk about the, um, some of the, my, my other comments about it. So yes, about, I think you said about how, how much did I, did I wait? Did I lose? Yeah. And so this has been, um, so for, for me, it was about, I lost about five pounds. I was about 161 and it went down to about 156 uh, after the, and I've actually been able to maintain that since it's been about 10 days since I finished this. And it's, I've been able to maintain that, uh, that weight loss uh, so far. So time will tell. I lost about an inch off my, off my belly as well. So in particular, one of the things that I thought was interesting with this is it was actually, I was actually able to lose some of that belly fat. And I, I've tried to diet before, do, you know, workout, sit-ups, all sorts of, I, I have not ever been able to lose any of this belly fat. And, not, not, and I don't have, I don't feel like that much, but I, I have some, I can pinch, you know, a good inch of my abdominal fat. I was actually able to lose a little bit of that. And there are a couple of studies looking at doing uh, this diet monthly, uh, 
for about six months and have shown uh, sustained weight. I think it was about eight pounds of weight loss uh, with this diet when, when applied for five days per month. And I, I believe it was for six months that participants did it. So there, there is some evidence that this can be helpful for, for weight loss. What your society, some, some of the people that go through the diet, they feel like even after they do, uh, what's the time limited or intermittent or remake, they feel like they, the feeling of the fullness, it remains. So they do they full much quicker even after they, they think, how, how do you feel through that? So some, that's a benefit that maybe whether physiologically the stomach shrinks or whether some of the peptide that causes hunger, they get uh, more sensitive. So, so how did, how do you feel about that? Do you still like went back to eating regular diet? Or you feel like you're getting full much easier. So, what's recommended is for day six is to go back on a very light diet, uh, stay on liquids for the first twelve hours, and I can I I can actually now I know why they recommend that is after doing this, it's very, actually very hard to eat uh, what I would consider a full meal before I did the fast on, on day six. I actually didn't feel very hungry. I was able to eat. I ate small, ate some soup, had a little bit of yogurt for breakfast. It actually, and I felt like full after eating that, like maybe a half a cup of yogurt, which is kind of unusual because usually I'll eat more than that. Or So yes, I, and I, since then, I'm also more sensitive to portions. I, it's kind of interesting. Maybe it might may just be, maybe just be pure coincidence, but I feel like I'm now a little more tuned to how much I've been eating. And now that I recognize that I can, I can survive on 800 calories a day and actually do, do okay. I'm not eating as much. So maybe that is one, maybe that's a little bit of a, Helpful. there might be a little, little psychological maybe, but I also, I, I think I am getting full a little bit sooner as well. Yeah, many studies show that many people like this, they, they felt the same thing when they go through this, by the five days, they, they feel like, Anxiety um, or feeling fullness will remain uh, for at least for a while. Um, another thing, you know, this is probably great for people with diabetes or hypertension. They cannot go completely, but caloric intake. So at least uh, will, they will have some um, starting point to some base uh, nutrition to, to then they can adjust as, as go on. So, so I'm not too much. Processed food and prepared food, but I think that's uh, that's this uh, uh, one way to start and um, and see how that goes. Yeah, I, I, that was one of my concerns. Was uh, is it is it good to eat all this processed food? And um, I, I feel very very blessed that um, my um, wife and my mother in law are very into cooking, and so I eat a lot of fresh food and. Uh, so this is very was very different than what I'm what I was used to eating, but I, I think the principle is sound. And what the, what they're trying to do with this is is basically get you into ketosis without having to go through the 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 full experience of actually going through ketosis in a in a fasting way. Sure, sure, you can go through ketosis by eating ultra low carb diet, but I. My sense is that that's probably different than calorie restricting to get into ketosis. I think it's a different, it's a different, different pathways are likely activated in that setting uh, of getting ketosis through fasting. And uh, so I, I thought it was kind of interesting. And uh, I, I think I'll probably try it again. I'm going to follow my A1C, which right now is running at 6.1. I'm not very proud of that, but uh, that's what I'm, 
that's the value. And so I'm working to get that, get that down here. So we're going to, you know, I'm going to take out flour from my, I already have taken out flour, rice, pasta, um, uh, pizza, all the foods that I love are going to have to be, uh, I'd have to go for, for a while here. So. So Rob, during the, that time of that, you did this uh, diet, what was your hydration state, how much you drink and how much uh, um, your exercise uh, tolerance or uh, did you go for a walk or did you, uh, I know you're working, uh, how do you feel about that? So, so for the hydration, that's, uh, that's one of the keys for fasting is hydration. So what I did was I, I, I drank that 32 ounce, that, that glycerol based drink that they gave me. It's weight-based, so you basically dilute it with water, threw a few tea bags in that. And so I was drinking 32 ounces. I probably finished that by one or two in the afternoon, basically refill my bottle and work on that for the rest of the day. So I was getting at least 64 ounces of water a day, plus all the all the, the soup tea. and, the, the, and tea. the tea. Yeah. So right. it was so, so it's a lot of liquids. It's probably I was probably drinking 80 or 90 ounces of liquid, I suspect, if not slightly more than that. As far as exercise. I was doing uh, pretty uh, what I would consider light to moderate. So I have a when I'm at, when I'm traveling for my clinic, I, I do a uh, it's like a virtual reality. It's called supernatural. It's like a boxing thing. It's it's uh, you can have different settings. So I was doing a moderate workout. It's like 15 minutes. So it was uh, it, I, it and you're just you're just air boxing. So you're not like hitting anything. So it's not it's really not very strenuous. And so it's I would consider it mild to moderate. I did that 15 minutes a day just to get some movement, but I wasn't doing any like any weight training or anything like that, which I normally will do some uh, weight strength training, a little bit of weights. And I, I, I did not do that during the five days of the fast. In fact, there's a warning on the, on the, on the uh, package insert for this. It says, avoid strenuous exercise, avoid hot tubs. I did go in my hot tub on day five and did fine, by the way. So I, I felt like I could do that, but I think they're just they're just kind of giving some precautions just to, of course, just in, of course, just in yeah. case someone feels lightheaded or has any side effects from the fast. How about the when you were in the, like day three and four plus when you went to that ketogenic state? Uh, did you feel any mood or any any taste or breath? Any anything that calmly with those prolonged fastings? Uh, how you felt through that? Yeah, it was kind of interesting. So day three, I think was definitely the hardest for me. And I felt a little bit hungry. I didn't feel, I felt, I, I just didn't feel great. I, I didn't feel bad, but I just didn't, I didn't feel super energetic. I felt a little, little sluggish and I felt a little tired actually on day three. I didn't, I, I did wake up at night, I think maybe once or twice a little bit hungry and I was tempted to get, get a snack, but I was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with this. And when I just had some water, went back to sleep um, on day four, something happens. And I, I don't know exactly what that is, but on day four, uh, it's, it's probably the body acclimating to the ketosis is my thought I actually felt better. The hunger went away. I felt more energetic. I actually felt pretty good went through day five. In fact, uh, that feeling on day four and five is actually kind of I, I'm, I'm actually considering doing this again in the near future because it actually felt good. It, it's very interesting, and I, I don't. It, it's probably it's probably the ketosis is what's going on there, and um, the body just get is activating certain pathways that haven't been activated for a long time. And uh, so I felt good through day six. On day seven, 
I started introducing some of my regular dietary foods, but I, but again, the portions have been since then, it's been like 10 days since I did this, the portions have been smaller. So I thought that was kind of interesting and I felt good since then. So I, I really could not, other than just mild hunger, a little bit of sluggishness on day two, maybe day two and three, I really had no you know significant side effects from this. But that's great. So overall, our um, recommendation for anybody to start, just make sure that, again, if you're diabetic, if you're hypertension, you know, talk to your doctor and then start slowly and then uh, make sure you're well hydrated, adjust your medication. And there's many different modalities how to um, start that. So if you're doing uh, time limited, then start with maybe 10, 12 hours, then go to 16 or 18 hours as, uh, as you can. Um, definitely do not go more than uh, three days. So like there's no really significant changes between 18 hours and uh, three days. And then um, and, you know, just uh, be smart. If you don't feel good, break the fast. There's nothing um, shameful about that. And um, exercise to your tolerance and to see see how you do. So, um, so uh, Rob, anything else you want to add to it? Well, I would just add that the, uh, the other part was that with the fasting and making diet, it's a uh, figure five days. About it's about thirty to forty dollars a day, so it's a, it's it's expensive. I mean, certainly it's more than than uh, one person would uh, need if you went to the grocery store and, and and prepared meals. Certainly, that's that's a that's a that's a lot, lot of uh, you know that's quite a bit of food for for those days in terms of the the monetary equivalents. However, when you look at the 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 potential. Uh, for, for me, I was, looking, I was trying to restore insulin sensitivity. I'm excited to see what this what this does, but I must say I'm also doing it in concert with eliminating uh, sugar, white flour, pasta. Uh, these kind of foods are going to are going to rice for uh, for a while are, are just going to be very very low or absent in my diet, and uh, we'll see. So it's it's going to be hard to glean exactly what the fast mimicking diet does in terms of. Um, my experience, but and recognize that your experiences may be different than than, than mine. But uh, I thought this was kind of interesting and something that uh, certainly a tool that can be used for for fasting. I think it's a great way to start if someone wants to try fasting. It's 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 a relatively easy and safe way to start fasting. Exactly, and as we mentioned before, the three biggest enemy of today's modern life is the sugar, you know, salt. And flowers, so 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 you cannot live without them. But at the same time, you have to uh, limit them for uh, preventive uh, many of the diseases that we see today. Well, we will catch everyone in uh, in, in the next episode. We're going to have a cardiologist on who's going to talk about his uh, his practice with cardiology. So we'll have him. We should be interviewing him in about a week. So we'll get that up on uh, YouTube and uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you have any comments, please uh, feel free to drop us or drop us a review, ask us questions. We'll have our emails in the, in the show notes and uh, thanks for listening. Thank you.